Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, he is back. The man, myth, eleven legend, Mr. John Sterling, who is taking the 52-year spreadsheets to new heights, new value. You've all got to get it. It is free. We are spending hours and hours and hours making this better. I should say, John is spending hours and hours making this better. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. You came up with the ideas. I'm just doing the work. Yeah, hey, that that sounds like uh, that sounds perfect to me. I'm an idea guy. Somebody somebody else <laughs> execute. That works for me. <laughs> so uh, let's tease folks. What uh, what new additions do we have this this week? Well, the 52 year spreadsheet now has seven graphs, and all of them have trend lines. Oh, I like that. Okay, that'll be fun to look at. So we have the uh, national medium home price, mm-hmm. uh, na- nominal versus real home appreciation. Ooh, that's cool. Total transactions. Nice. Yes, yes. Nominal versus real wage growth. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna love to see that. Okay. Single family homes. Yeah. Consumer price index and the misery index. Oh, the misery index. Yes, yes. That'll be. I have a sneaky suspicion we're going to be talking about the misery index next year a lot. <laughs> uh, and the affordability index. And at the end of this session, just to keep everybody uh, here for a while, a surprise bonus graph. Nice. All right. Well, let's bring it up again, folks. What I'm about to show uh, is something we give away for free. Uh, I don't know where to put it, so I have a teachable account. Uh, where I have paid course, I created a free course. I've put it there. You do have to go to Teachable to get it. It's in the bonus section. You'll see several videos. You'll see several attachments. It's all there. Uh, and as you will see, all the data is sourced. It is very important for me to say this is where we got the data from. Uh, we're not. This is not our data, but we're putting it all together in this big picture, which allows us to see what might be coming. And now that you've added graphs and trend lines, John, not only a data person now where I'm very comfortable, but now if you like to look at pictures, you can see what's going on. So uh, I will pull it up right now. So thank you very much. You're very welcome. So again, the 52-year spreadsheet, this is how it started. This was you know, my initial creation, right? Go in all the way back to 1970s. This was first done like a year and a half ago um, because I didn't know what was going on in the pandemic, right? We took rates to this. We did that. I'm like, man. We're we're pump, we're pumping all this money in the economy. Inflation's got to be coming, so that's what we did, right? We, we we it started very simply. I think there was only twelve or thirteen rows. John has extended this more and more. So, median home price, transactions, interest rate, down payments. I've worked with mortgage brokers on the front end ratio, so we can you know figure out where your pricing is good or bad, your income, payment to gross, CPI was added, misery index, S and P. Wage growth, just all and all and all and all. As always, the data sources are here. St. Louis Fed, uh, Census, all this great stuff. So again, uh, we're just pulling the data. This is where we got it from, so you can check out for yourself. Before uh, you hit the graphs, yep, I knew you were headed there. Yep. 
go back to the 52-year spreadsheet. I want to point something else out to you. I did Perfect. a little study that is kind of interesting. Okay. And if you cursor up and go to uh, U.S. New Homes Sold. Okay. Number four. Yep. Yeah. Now, notice uh, 1972. Yeah, 718. Yep. That's your peak. Ooh. And your trough is at the end of the red. Uh, 549, right there in 75. Yep. Okay. A four-year period. Uh-huh. 78, uh, no, 77 to 82. Oh, peak. Yeah. yeah, to trough. To trough. Five-year period. In 82. Yeah. That's a six-year yeah. window. Yeah. From your peak number in mm -hmm. 77. Yeah. Six years. Interesting. Okay. 86 to 91. Oh, look at that. Yep. Another six years. Hmm. Real estate moves a lot slower than all these crash people keep talking about. Then 98 to 2000. Look at that. Yep. Three years. Yep. Peak to trough. Yep. Okay. And the last one, the Great Recession, 2005 to 2011. Oh, yeah. Seven years. Yeah, that was ugly. Oh, look at that drop. Oh, that's painful. I so, think, uh, yeah, I think we're in the color coding time. here. You know, I think it makes it easier for you to examine like that. Yeah. I did that to a few of the uh, rows here. Yeah. It's not the only one. That's awesome. And again, for me, it's really a combination, right? If you go back to 2005, we did 8.359 million units. Yes. Do you see that in line six? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there it is. Yeah. Total transactions. Ah, I see? added that. You did. <laughs> Look at you. So we went from eight, three. Where's the trough? Oh, so the first trough is here. There was a bump in 09, but that was all existing. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that's interesting about last time to this time that's not happening. Do you guys see this bump in 09, 10 and 11? So you guys have heard me say repeatedly that I think 2023 will be the second best year of my investing career after 2010. Do you know why 2010 and 2009 and 10 were the best years? Because banks were selling properties at stupid low prices. So there were lots of existing homes sold. These are banks. These are not people. The banks foreclosed in here, 07, 08, and then we picked them up here. So that's so not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then you picked them up. Yeah, that's why existing homes. This is why it feels pretty confident to me that not only we have demand, but we have supply destruction. Because last time we had foreclosures, which actually led to more supply. We don't have that, right? We talked about Sacramento this morning on the Daily Financial News. Last year, Sacramento had two, two bank foreclosures or bank sales. This year, one. So again, this wave of foreclosures that people keep thinking is coming is not showing up. Uh, and it's it's just not going to show up. So very cool. Very, very cool. All right, we can go to the graphs now? Sure. All right, so let's go to graphs. So let's go to the top. Oh, I like the trend line. That was very cool. So national median price. You can so this this is why a lot of people are calling a crash. You see that gap? between yeah. the trend line and where we are today. That's that's roughly speaking probably is the largest it's ever been. 
Yeah, it is pretty high, and that's uh, for twenty twenty one. Imagine what this is going to look like with uh, oh yeah twenty two. Probably even worse. Yeah, probably even worse. So this is why. So again, I don't feel good saying this. I know a lot of you are upset with me. Um, a lot of people are like, "Hey, last time it went this high, it fell, so it has to fall again." Well, maybe there is one other possibility. We could have three, four, five, six years of just flat nothingness and let that trend line rise with wage inflation. That's what I believe is the current leading national. So I, I do believe, let me say it this way, I believe the trend line and this blue solid line will get closer, but it won't get closer because of price crash. It will get closer because of boring time increments that's currently what i think hmm. does that make sense sure you i think want, so but both are possible we'll see what happens but yeah i, th I do think the trend line they, they need to get closer yep all right nominal versus real home appreciation let's talk about this okay um first and foremost we've been talking about nominal and real on my channel a lot because we're we, we talk about economics nominal is what newspapers print real is when you adjust for inflation so that's important it is also important that 90 percent or more of housing data is nominally reported very few housing statistics are adjusted for inflation that i think that's important to understand notice the trend lines how they're closing yeah. in on each other yeah that's pretty cool let me look at that So blue is nominal. So again, in the 70s. So again, so let's do in the 80s. Okay, so then you have that. That is interesting. Yeah. That's pretty weird, actually. So again, real inflation trend is about 1%. Nominal has raised as high as, call it 7 to... One percent. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, it, it is fascinating. I I looked at that and I said, "Wow, moving them together like that, uh, and not on an upward slope. It's on a downward slope uh, yeah. for the uh, nominal." Oh yeah. So now, transactions. This is why it was easy for me to call a transaction crash when nobody else did because I kind of understand what's going on with cost of capital, buying supply, supply destruction, demand destruction. So total transactions peaked. You probably should tell me what year did this peak? 2000. Oh, it doesn't tell me. 2005. It does. It does. 2005. 2005. Oh, there it is. 2005. I just have to be on the graph. Yeah. So peaked at 8.3 million transactions. Existing peaked at seven. Let's call it seven one. Yeah. Okay. And new. Wow. 1.2. We're nowhere near that. So this. This look. This is why everybody says we have supply problem, is because we had years of under trend development. We've just broken it here recently in 2020, but now it's going down and it will go lower. This number will go down in 2022. We need the builders to get off their duffs and build some more stuff. <laughs> well, we we need that, but it ain't coming. I know it ain't coming. So existing home sales trend. 
yeah, this number is going to crash. If trend lines up here, this is going to 4 million. You know, 4142. This is going to go the other way. What other peak to trough? So peaked in 78, bottomed in 82. Yeah, this is what you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just look at these. These really two big things to note. This is the first one, 78 to 82. This is the one that caught my attention when we built the chart. A year ago, 18 months ago, it was this trend. I'm like, that's what's coming. So call it four million to yeah. This is this is why I this is why I said 30% crash in the year, 50% peak to trough was because I understood this. This takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And this one. Woo. This one. As I showed uh four years uh for the first one, and that one I think it was uh six years. Yeah, this is this is pretty crazy. So that's very cool. All right. Real versus nominal nominal wage growth. Oi. Oh, we'll this is this is why I think wage inflation is gonna have five years of positive momentum. And it just went positive in the last two months, but this is 2021. You want to know why inflation sucks? It's because it hurts the poor. It is a tax. Look at this real wages. Real wages were down almost five percent last year. Ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah, uh, your buying power just uh, yeah, is a lot less. Yeah. Hence the reason your eggs, when you go to the store, cost so much money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this, is, this is wild. Yeah, yeah. It, this, 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 this has to turn around. This real wage growth, this red line, has to go positive. And my hope, my hope is it's it's positive 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. I hope we have have we had five years of positive? Let's see. So went positive in 95. So we had five years of positive growth, 95 to 2000. How about here? We'll call that 84. Oh, good. 84 to 90. So that's six years. This is probably three. So we've had a couple of runs of five years of we, this is the only way the housing market, at least what I'm calling for flat uh, prices and wages have to increase five years in a row. Just have to real versus nominal. Yeah. Notice cool. uh, something else on that graph. What's that? 1980. The okay. trough. Oh, yeah. And then over to the right. Yep. In yes. 2021. Yeah, the we're not quite to that level yet, but that extreme. Yeah. yeah. If you guys don't remember hit 1980, what happened? Paul Volcker came in in late 80 and whacked us with 20% funds rate or 18 or whatever it is. Basically, that's when he came in and said, I'd stop messing around. We actually had a double dip recession. You kind of see it in the charts here. They they raised rates, they cut them, and then they got whacked and they got caught. This is this is why you hear Jerome Powell say repeatedly, folks. We will raise rates and keep them there. We are not going to declare victory early because of this spike right here. He doesn't want to repeat because once inflation gets sticky, real wages um, stay, get lower, just crush everybody, and it's hard to ring out. So that's what he's trying to avoid. And notice the trajectory. Yeah. Yep. Of the trend lines. Yeah, they're getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Inventory of single-family homes, perhaps the greatest chart ever. <laughs> like, where's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see that roll over. 
because this was the this was 2020. No, this is 2022 July, right? So I believe so. Yes. Yeah, August will be reported next week, I believe. So we'll see this. No, I think this number rolls over. If not August, certainly in September. Mm -hmm. But you know, we we need to have, you know, if you listen to the experts like Logan, my I'm going to mess up his last name, Logan, uh, and Lance Lance Lambert from Fortune. They're like, we've got to get back to about one three, a one five inventory, kind of pre crash, pre. Let's go back to like 2018, where it was inventory. So like, I don't know, pick a number in here. We got to get back to one point. Yeah, 1.2, 1.3. So we're so far below it. And I think inventory goes down from here. Yeah, it's good. This is the this is the one to watch for me, inventory, especially as we head into the winter. I, I think it's going to surprise people and go down. Oh, here's the misery index. I like this. Yeah. Misery index, folks, actually is rather, it's something that was created under Jimmy Carter. It's CPI headline. So the, the legacy 9-1 plus the unemployment rate. That's the misery index. It's very simple. It's not, it's not complicated. It's one plus the other. Uh, and anytime you're a teenager, 13 or above, it's bad. Uh, so again, uh, right now we're about 10. Actually, I think the last reading was what, 8-5 and we just had 3-7. So We had 11-something. Uh, yeah, 11-something was the last one, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was eleven something because eight five plus eleven plus three seven. So that would be oh, be twelve. Maybe it was twelve. Yeah, twelve two. Yeah, we're almost a teenager again. Yeah, and unemployment's going higher. So, yeah. very very cool. This is definitely the misery index. Nineteen eighty, folks. Again, you've heard me talk about it. It was yucky, 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 yucky. It was miserable. I remember those days. Yeah, not good. Not good. And then the affordability index. This is indexed zero to 200, probably. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, zero to 200. So again, we're, oh, we're almost on trend. Basically, it's getting more and more expensive. Yeah. 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 So very cool. Thank you very much for doing this. I love that. I love the fact that you thought ahead and put in trend lines. That's pretty awesome. Those are yeah. linear trends, right? Yeah. Linear trends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Any other uh, surprises or things you want to talk about here? I do have a surprise graph, but it's not on the, your spreadsheet. It's All on right. mine here. All right. So I just gave you the ability to share. What do we got? All right. I'm working on it. Tell me if you see it. I can. Yep. All right. Um, there you go. Ooh. Oh, wow. Look at that. So tell me what I'm looking at. Thatch came up with a graph, and I wanted to put a little twist on it for the ORAC community. Okay. And what we're looking at here is appreciation, basically. Yeah. Thatch says, you know, if, it, if you had an investment in stocks versus real estate that okay. real estate's gonna win every time mm -hmm. and he came up with these numbers and i kind of put in for four rentals okay twenty five thousand down home oh. value one hundred twenty five thousand for okay. an example yeah so basically you're saying 100k in stocks versus 100k down payment got it yes got yeah it. and here's the difference after 10 years you got a million bucks wow. compared to 
only two hundred thousand if you're in the well market. So let's let's just make this completely fair. Not quite. Because if I understand what I'm looking at, you still have debt. Yes. Right. Yes. So you, you have you your really property have, value. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, no, your property value is a million bucks. But if we're gonna do equity, I mean if we're gonna do like for like, let's right. just let's just subtract four hundred grand. So we really have six hundred thousand dollars, which still crushes stocks. Uh, versus what would it be? What's well, stocks? Two hundred grand? Yeah, two hundred grand after ten years. That's pretty yeah. amazing. And and again, the beauty about rental properties, if they cash flow day one, again requirement thirty year fixed rate debt payment doesn't change, rent goes up, uh, tax pay down, mortgage pay down, all of these things, all of the appreciation you keep. The bank doesn't get a piece. That's why twenty percent down, right? The bank owns eighty percent of the building. You still get to keep one hundred percent of the appreciation. That's magical. That's leverage. You say if you can just get four. That's well, right. That's what the example is here. Yeah. So in 10 years, you've turned your 100 grand into 600 grand, roughly. How do you yeah. like me now? I, I might have to uh, include that on the next version of this. Yeah. There you go. There you <laughs> and go. Put it in the 52 year spreadsheet. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Well, uh, John, I appreciate you're always thinking, you're always investing. Um, I, I, it's, it's so awesome. Every time I get a note from you saying, Michael, I got some more, more cool stuff to share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We all appreciate it. You have a wonderful weekend. Okay. One last uh, piece of humor. Okay, sure. I think you might like this. Yep. I like humor. A psychiatrist gave me a choice on which side to take left or right. Okay. All right. Yep. No, uh, uh, that's funny. On the right side, there's <laughs> nothing left. That's funny. That's right. Very, very cool, John. Well, thank you very much. You have an amazing weekend. Thank you for all you do. Same Thank to you. you. Thank Bye. you. Uh -huh. Bye.